You are listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, located in Denver, Colorado. And you can find out more about us at houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. Jesus has just survived 40 days and nights of testing by the devil. When I was reading back earlier in the chapter, I began to see how the devil's testing can be summarized in one simple phrase. Do this or else. If you are the son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Do this or else. To you. I will give all this authority and their glory, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, I will be, all this will be yours. Do this or else. If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to protect you. And on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Do this or else. This all had me thinking about how God's reckoning intersects with God's grace. In the devil's temptation, the devil is convinced that God's reckoning is exclamatory. Do this or else. Eat your broccoli or else. Do your homework and make deadlines, or else. Do the dishes, honey, or else. Pay your taxes, or, oh, wait, maybe that's a good one that we should listen to. Vote this way, or else. Hate these people, or else. And the one that I just used yesterday with my one-year-old, Tiana, go potty now or else. We hear it everywhere. We hear it in our politics, in our workplaces, our schools, even our families. And if you needed to hear someone else ask it first, I'll ask it. Where in the hell is the grace? I'm not talking about a cheap grace, grace that we can throw all over the place and not have any real meaning or holiness. I'm talking about a grace that fills in the cracks of our broken humanness. A grace that can bandage our wounds and bandage our relationships. A grace that can break us open instead of shutting us down. And as I imagine being in the temple that morning, I hear Jesus' words, Jesus' reckoning, as exclamatory. Proclaim good news to those who are poor, or else. Preach liberation to those who are captives, or else. Recovery of sight to the blind, or else. Liberate those who are oppressed, or else. Proclaim the year of the Most High's favor, or else. Today, the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Here is the thing, and here is the question I have. Is this really a or else exclamation point? 
How can it be an or else if the scroll from Isaiah is 700 years prior to Jesus? Why did the previous generations not listen to God's reckoning? Why is Jesus just now, 699 years later, picking up the scroll and reading it and nothing has changed? Why are we, in the year 2023, still picking up the scroll and reading it and nothing has seemed to change? And the scroll from Isaiah sounds a lot like our current social inequity. So if God's reckoning is so damning, why do we have to keep on saying it? Because surely if we cared about the reckoning, we would have taken care of those things a year or two after Isaiah had written it down, or at least within the first 100 days of the Jesus administration some 2,000 years ago. What have we missed? Where is Nicolas Cage with a compass and a map on the back of the scroll? So now, instead of reading the do this or else as exclamatory, I began to read this as an interrogative of being a question. Do this or else? And that one little change in punctuation has opened me up to God's grace. I can only imagine how that would piss me off. To know that we are once again met with God's reckoning at an uncomfortable time and in an uncomfortable place. And I can only imagine how that would comfort us in the temple to know that we have still not missed our opportunity, even if it has been for thousands of years and countless generations. And there is so much reckoning in Jesus' reading from the scroll of Isaiah. And there's so much grace in Jesus' reading and grace in knowing that it has been read in the temples for thousands of years and in churches for thousands of years. I am no longer hearing a heartless, send us to hell reckoning. Instead, I'm hearing an invitation to hear God's grace and reckoning in a single breath not one or the other, exclamatory and interrogative, definitive and curious. Because there is something new with Jesus. I don't quite know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that he is the word made flesh, fully divine and fully human. Somehow, when the two become one, nothing but life can be birthed. Definitive and curious. At the end of the Tony Award-winning musical, Town, the formidable Andre Robin DeShields closes the show with a retelling of the musical. It's a sad song. It's a sad tale. It's a tragedy. It's a love song, but we sing it anyway. Because here's the thing. To know how it ends and still begin to sing it again, as if it might turn out this time. I learned that from a friend of mine.
I don't know about you, but the weekend has felt like nothing less than graceful reckoning. Tiana's defiance of my reckoning, that she should go to the bathroom at this instance so that I could go and write my sermon, was the grace I needed to take a moment and stop and realize that spring had come again as she basked in the sun and 65 degrees. Spring has come again. Life has come again. And believe it or not, we get it each and every year. We get this new life each and every day and with each and every generation. We simply don't deserve it. And there is certainly nothing we can do to make it cease from occurring. Frankly, it's a sad song, a love song, a tragedy. And we will sing it again and again and again. Because our friend Jesus, he could make you see how the world could be in spite of the way that it is. Can you see it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it like a train? Is it coming? Is it coming this way? Definitive and curious. Because here's the thing. To know how it ends and still begin to sing it again as if it might turn out this time. God's reckoning and grace all in one breath of life. May it be so. Amen. You've been listening to the sermon podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. If you would like to support the ongoing ministry of our church, please visit our website at houseforall.org giving.